Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. Today, Ann, we're going to discuss Home Again. Great. Well, Home Again uh, is directed by Hallie Myers Shire, uh, who comes from a long line of uh, talented Hollywood people. And it stars Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. Reese Witherspoon plays Alice, Alice Kinney. Uh, She is separated from her husband, Austin, uh, played by Michael Sheen. She is living in the home of her deceased father, who was a big-time Hollywood director. Uh, she is lonely. She finally decides one night to go out on the town with well, her... Well, it's her 40th birthday. Her 40th birthday, that's right. <laughs> uh, she goes out on the town with her girlfriend. She meets three young, good-looking guys. They go out drinking. They wind up back at her place. She uh, makes out with one of the guys. It doesn't go any farther than that this time. And her mother shows up in the morning, uh, her mother, played by Candace Bergen, Mm -hmm. and uh, her mother thinks that these guys are all very cute, uh, which they are, and they are filmmakers, wannabe filmmakers. Yeah, aspiring. Yeah, they're broke. They really have nowhere to go and nothing to do, and to make a long story short, they are invited to move into the guest house right. in Alice's property. For a while, not not permanently. No, no. Just until just they get settled, I think. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, she gets very romantically in, involved uh, with one of the young boys. His name is Harry, and he's played by Pico Alexander. He's 27 in the right. film. He looks like he's about 17. Well, he's 27, she's 40, so there's really only a 13-year age difference between the two characters. Right. And by by the way, personally, I have no problem with May-December romances, no matter which way they go. But th- I think this is more like a July-December, because Reese Witherspoon looks so young in this movie, and she's only 40. So right. She's still a kid to me. Well, she is still a kid, and she's adorable, and she's uh, she's very good. So these three boys are living there, and Harry and Alice are uh, having a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. and everything is going fine. Until the out-of-town separated (laughs) husband, Austin, played by Martin Sheen, shows up. Right. And then... Conflicts ensue. Yes. The only unlikable character in this film is somebody who hires Reese Witherspoon for some interior decorating work. Mm -hmm. Her name is Zoe. She's played by Lake Bell. Lake Bell is a very interesting actress. Very much so. But she has very little to do in this film. Well, she plays like the real housewife of Malibu type. Of course. Who has severe interior decorating problems. Right. Which, of course, Reese's character, Alice, can't quite solve, and she ends up almost becoming her maid. (laughs) Right. But that is the only really unlikable character in the whole film, which became a huge problem for me, Anne, because in in any story, whether whether it's Dick and Jane and Spot or it's Gone with the Wind or whatever, you've got to have a protagonist and you've got to have an antagonist. There is no antagonist in this film. There is no bad person. There is no unlikable person. Well, I think the person who, you mentioned uh, Lake Bell, but also her soon-to-be ex-husband, Austin, played by Michael Sheen, he's portrayed here as one of those man-child adults who can't quite get his act together. And I think that there was the character that was supposed to be more in conflict with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Perhaps it didn't come off. Well, it didn't come off for me. I think one of the reasons is that, to me, Michael Sheen is a very appealing actor. 
I can't remember him ever playing a really bad guy, even when he did some of those werewolf uh-huh. va- vampire movies. Uh, he also played the uh, Prime Minister of Great Britain uh-huh. uh, opposite Helen Mirren in, in The Queen. And he was in Nixon. Yes, movie. that's right. So he's, you know, I think he's a very good actor. And when he comes back from New York to reconcile, reconcile, right. he's really very, very sincere about it. And as he is talking to uh, uh, Alice, to the Reese Witherspoon character, I thought, oh, this is nice. They're going to get back together. And now what's she going to do about her young lover? Right. And of course, she and the young lover break up. And the, the three guys who are in terms of their film, they're the actor, the director and the writer. Right. They're dealing with Hollywood producers who really want to change everything in their script. <laughs> exactly. And oh boy, I've been there, my dear. Exactly. <laughs> but in the end, really kind of nothing happens in this film. And so I found myself very, very empty, really. Well, Uh, I think Home Again, for me, is a return to a feel-good kind of picture. The, The movie that you maybe saw in the 60s with Doris Day and Rock Hudson, that kind of a picture. Yeah, I suppose. This, uh, like Home Again, Reese Witherspoon is uh, charming, and she's pretty to look at. She's delightful to know. She's flirty. She's sentimental, and she never wears out its welcome. What Home Again is not, it's not foul. It is not potty mouth. It's not X-rated. It's not vulgar. It's not disgusting. It's not bad moms out on the town, uh, a movie that was a huge box office hit, and I found to be disgusting to the nth degree. That's not what Home Again is all about. I also think it's a nice debut for the writer-director, Hallie Myers Schreier. Her mother is Nancy Myers. Her father is Chuck Schreier. And they have given us uh, some tremendous movies. As Good As It Gets is one example. Right. This movie has a lot of interesting moments in it. This movie has a lot of facets in it, much more so than you might see on a first look. First of all, there's a tremendous amount of information, and there's a tremendous amount of information given about the whole art of being a screenwriter and working the system in Hollywood. That's part of this movie. It's also all about Hollywood dynasties. The, If you recall in the beginning, Alice's uh, opening sequence is uh, very reminiscent of what Angelica Houston apparently went through with her meandering, brilliant auteur father, the great director John Houston. Right. It's so the movie has a lot of that going on within the picture. You have Candace Bergen appearing as her as her mother. Candace Bergen is also part of Hollywood royalty. And then, of course, you have Hallie Meyer Schreier, the writer-director, whose background is also based on Hollywood dynasty. So I found that aspect of the picture fascinating and intriguing. Now, what I liked also about the movie is the way that the three hunky guys are treated in the story and how they come to a realization that life is not just a frolic in the park, that they have to take their work seriously as screenwriters and as part of the Hollywood community. But what they do at the end is that they put family or relationships ahead of their career. And that's a nice, rather small moment in the movie, maybe. But 
it's a good one. And the movie is thoroughly entertaining. I think it's a kind of like comfort food. I go to see a movie like this, and it's like having a tray full of mac and cheese and warm brownies and uh, hot dogs and all the kinds of foods that you like to have late at night. I, I didn't find anything seriously wrong with this movie, and I seriously loved Reese Witherspoon. Okay, uh, we have a big disagreement here, and I think possibly if I still lived in Hollywood, like you and I both did for many, many years, and, and be in the business, I might have related to it a little bit more. But here I am in the Midwest, in Cleveland, and I have been for almost 30 years, and I just did not dig what was going on here. Okay. I thought the three kids, and they're, they're very attractive young men, they really are. They cared about each other, and then they stopped caring about each other, and they stopped speaking, and there was a jealousy between... Uh, the three guys. The three guys. That's true. There is. Well, that was just part of this rather innocuous film. I didn't find it to be X-rated, or I didn't find it to be terribly controversial. I think it was pleasant. It's like having a little silver bowl of sherbet in between courses at a great big gourmand dinner. You know, it's there to cleanse the palate, for heaven's sake. I don't know, Anne. I I felt very much watching this like I used to feel watching Father Knows Best with Robert Young. Well, I love that. uh, I know you did. (laughs) Well, what's wrong with that? Okay. Uh, The point is that I didn't care about any of these people. I didn't like the ending of the film. Austin, the the, uh, separated husband, comes back, and we think that he and Alice are going to work out their own problems one way or another. In the meantime, the boys, one of whom was having a romantic relationship with Alice, they are now fighting amongst themselves. And we're wondering if this movie that they are writing and directing and <laughs> acting in is ever going to get made. And and so they're arguing about that. And uh, they feel very, very left out of the Kinney family all of a sudden, mm-hmm. uh, even though they've, they've only been there for a couple of weeks. And uh, so all this is going on. But frankly, nothing really happens. The only thing that I really liked about this film, other than Reese Witherspoon, mm-hmm. and I'm with you, she's adorable. She has always been adorable. She was adorable when she was in her teens. Uh, her performance in Election was amazing. Right. She's won an Oscar. She's very cute. She's very talented. But besides that, the only character that interested me was Alice's older daughter, who was about 12. Uh, her name is Isabel, and she's played by Lola Flannery. Not only was Lola Flannery terrific, but I guarantee you that when she grows up, <laughs> she is going to be traffic-stopping gorgeous. You know, Russ, in listening to you talk about this movie, I'm convinced more than ever that Home Again is really a chick flick. This is a movie that my girlfriends will just love, and younger women will like it as well. There's nothing wrong with the picture. It's not a guy's movie. I get it. And that says a lot because it's not a movie that, as you say, that you can relate to. But I think women will love this picture. You know, it's it's like going to the mall and shopping for a couple of hours. It's pleasant. Oh it's good. Gosh. It's terrific. <laughs> okay. So here's my final note on this uh, movie. If you're in the mood for a feel-good film, you want a movie that'll put a happy face on yourself, this one is for you. And I'm sure you might even say, hey, you can go home again. So for me, Reese Witherspoon and company have made a likable, lovely movie just like her. It gets a green light. Okay, Anne. Well, you know, you talk 
a lot about it's a chick flick because it's like going to the mall, shopping for a couple of hours. You have to stick a gun in my ear to get me into a mall to well, shop. Well, that's what I mean. No harm done, though, for women. No, okay? no harm done for yeah. women. Okay. I think that the uh, women who are listening to us now might enjoy this movie. But, you know, when you critique anything, you know, that's your job. And you do it based on your own self and your own reaction to it. I just thought this movie was astonishingly dull. Okay. And I'm giving it a red light. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Listen, I've, I can remember times when we've had a red light and a green light on the same movie, and we got very insulting to each other. We're being very nice to each other now. Absolutely. Maybe because we're older. But, uh, okay, Home Again gets a green light and a red light. Well, that does it for that film. Uh, we will be back to discuss another movie very, very soon. I hope you will join us at that time. Till then, I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that the next time you feel like going home again, you'll go instead to the movies. For more Greenlight Reviews, go to thefrontporchpeople.com. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotas, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.